0: Blog Talk Radio
1: Black chocolate, one bubble. The God is here. I hit the block. They put the lighters in the air. Is. and I lost the room key, the green might ruin me, need a few quarters, few waters and some trail mix, peanut butter and jelly, I'm tryna tell you real shit, hit the studio blow, gon' relate some ill shit, hit my boy's wrist like, we gon' make the ill mix, people wanna ask if the locks woke up, that's like SP the ghost being not smoked up, and I'm
0: back to the head. I don't need the germs from the worms, don't pass me back in the bread, throw something else. Blow your
1: mind Yes, indeed, yes, indeed Can a player play? Is in the house uh, Styles C. my man Jada Kiss. That was a shout out to our show last week That has received such overwhelming response uh, I really don't even know what to say But all I can say is Light one up, y'all Light one up
2: can a play a play
1: is in the building live every Sunday 2:30 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. I am your boy, Pretty Tony, along with my esteemed, distinguished colleague, Doctor K. Gizzle, Esquire, the Elixir of Love, allegedly anyway. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, <clears throat>
3: yeah, well, uh, I heard the allegedly part um, I'm okay. not going to tell you who all to ask Or should we start taking a poll But
0: uh, <laughs> it, it is I,
3: the K-Dizzle, the elixir of love So get it right, not, not love tonic, but the elixir of love the And elixir. you are listening to your boy right here on kind of play a play.
1: Yes is... in, yes indeed, K Diddy. Yes sir. I I I think after last week's show, I think we might have to do a part two because I'm telling you, uh, the downloads in the archives are off the Richter scale. I think we find some fans out there, K Dizzle.
3: I don't know, man. I hopefully we stuck a nerve, man, or put some pins in their ass, and maybe they start to look at that man and that woman in the mirror and start taking a look around and see what's really going on around here.
1: Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed, brother. And that's what, that's what me and you come on here to do. We come to, you know, spread a word, spark a thought. Get it? Spark a thought. <laughs> ah, yeah, baby. Um, I'm going to stop being silly. Um, Welcome to the show, ladies and gentlemen. So glad to have you. As always, we want to always start the show off by thanking the sponsors of the show, uh, www.worldmovementrecords.ning.com, www.worldmovement.com, www.worldmovementpublishing.com. Type in World Movement, and uh, that should bring up everything that the the conglomerate known as World Movement has going on. Ain't that right, K. Dizzle?
3: Absolutely, boy, you couldn't have said it no finer. Boy, God, Lee,
1: I am so proud
3: of you. You've learned it.
0: <laughs>
1: uh, and they blessed. said
3: it couldn't be done. Where they at now, the
1: naysayers? <laughs> All the naysayers. And also, we want to get big. You guys have responded in such overwhelming numbers that we want to get mad shout-out. Keep telling your friend, have your friend tell a friend about can a player play. we rolling hard. we rolling tough. I thought August was our biggest month. You guys have officially made September bigger than uh, uh, August, man. So we feel the love. We appreciate the love. As and, if any, and
3: if y'all, if any of you guys dial one eight hundred, blow him. You need to send kind a play a play. They cut. That's all I got to say.
0: Oh man! Well, since we already, oh, since we God. already. <laughs> oh,
1: Ladies and gentlemen, the man of international mystery, <laughs> intrigue. The the the, the co-founder, not even the co-founder, the founder of one 800 Blow Me. The hey, man I can't of, I, I can't even play
3: like I didn't even say that. Now I can't cuz he heard every word.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
3: hey Joe, did you hear me? <laughs> I start
1: denying. If he can't it, you have already cut to the bone of plausible deniability. Oh, your would have been you said it before he came on. Then you I, know, like, uh, I,
0: said <laughs> I know, huh? I know, huh? Well, hey. see, that
3: goes, that goes to the uh. message I'm trying to get our listeners to receive.
0: Think, think mm. before you open your mouth. Hey,
3: All right, just try it once in a while Oh, I'm on Oh, how
4: about You're that?
0: You're on, yes you are You definitely are on, Joe <laughs> Well, I couldn't
4: have gotten a better introduction And don't tell anybody, Diddy, that you didn't do it on purpose Because I'm sure you saw my line
0: <laughs>
4: Oh, dude. Okay right. And let me After officially war- say 1-800-BLOW-ME is open for business.
0: <laughs>
4: <laughs>
0: oh, oh.
3: See, Tony? Now, see, Tony, now you're probably glad that I told you we're going to get a cut.
0: I'm going yeah, to
1: cut. <laughs> 1-800-BLOW-ME. Ladies and gentlemen, we're having a ball. Welcome to the show. Uh, Joe from Montana has decided to join us. Uh, you know, he's an international. We like having Joe around because Joe adds an earmix to the show because nobody knows who the hell Joe is, and he likes it that way. Mm. But if, if you want to find him, Joe, tell him the number again.
4: Blow me, blow me, blow me <laughs> at 1-800-DOT-ORG.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that is where you can find Joe for sure. Um second into the into today's topic um lovers are lunatics. It is hard to tell these days, ladies and gentlemen, I feel like uh Al Pacino and the Godfather right now, every time I try to get out, you people pull me right back in every time I'm like, well, I'm gonna expand beyond relationships and expand beyond sex and all that stuff and get into politics, you people pull me right back in. Mm-hmm. Gentlemen, gentlemen, I'm going to start off with you you, you, you gentlemen out there. In, in, in today's current events, some of the news that's coming through the pipelines over the Internet, on TV stations, in newspapers, it is overwhelming, and I've come to realize that a lot of you gentlemen are most assuredly not in control of your life, let alone your relationships. Those, those ain't the bitch-made men, are they? We're going to get around to the bitch-made men. we definitely going oh. to get around to the bitch-made men. And we're going to oh. get around to the ladies, too. But we're going to start off with the fellas, because, you know, I like starting off with the fellas so you little feminists and stuff, there. don't get your panties in a bunch. We the good folks and Can I Play a Play. We men over here, we ain't got no satin in our drawers. We don't wear thongs. So we. this is a testosterone-driven show, but we call out our brothers on their ish all the time. What is happening to us? The first person, chef, who decided not only to whack his wife, he decided he was going to slow cook her for four days. Um, and wow. then what is the question?
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, That's nah. what
3: I want to know.
0: My dude. Uh, geez. <laughs> Was he
3: what, was he start, was he serving her up? I mean, uh, what was he
1: cooking it for?
0: <laughs> and did I, the guests uh,
4: enjoy it?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I am at a, I, I am at a loss for words right now. This dude cut his wife up. Then he decided he was going to slow cook her. For four man, days. And a I ain't never um, heard
3: of no barbecued
1: bitch. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Man, I know we're laughing, ladies and gentlemen, and that is wrong. That is, we're wrong, not, that man, is man. wrong. We're not making light of the the young lady losing our life. You know, you're just catching us in a moment where we were just yeah. chuckling about 100%. dollars. i will take
3: that barbecued bitch comment back. Well, well I'm yes. going to
4: put in my broiled bitch. How's that? Because if he cooked it for four days, she had to be well overdone and yeah, and, yeah before, and, and
3: and what prompted all of that what What could somebody do to somebody to make them wanna t- do some sadistic over the top shit like that?
4: My well, dude, he, we're gonna get into that, I'm sure Tony right
1: <laughs> um, yes, we're gonna touch on that. he He alleged that she was stealing from him he they they started a restaurant together, and money was missing. And he thought she took it. And not only did he cook her for four days, he let everybody around him know he was going to do it. My dude, what planet what, what are you on?
4: Let me offer a guess. I'm going to be serious about this, too. Look, we're all men, like you said before, we're testosterone driven. But when that's testosterone, crazy. If a guy does this, it isn't just because she stole from him once and she was a perfect angel. And I'm not going to excuse this guy for committing cold-blooded murder. But we know when we as men entrust ourselves, our emotions, our passions to supposedly our significant other and she goes and betrays us, the first time I think some most of us forgive. This cannot have been the first time this girl did something to make him feel small, insignificant, or feel like um, he was... Her bitch again. I'm not going to excuse it, but I doubt if they actually revealed what what happened over the course of years. And my, and my, um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say it's my, um, oh, what's the word I'm looking for? I don't my, say my, I
3: agree with him, but I understand.
0: In my presumption, you,
1: mm-hmm. you know, know, I mean, that, that, yeah, uh, yes, and so. We, you know, I am at a loss for words, and, and trust me, the train is going to keep rolling because this one is just the tip of the iceberg. That this dude cooking his wife for four days in a 55-gallon drum to the point where she was just mush off the bones.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Now, gentlemen, this is what playerology is all about. Each one, teach one. Each one of us, a lot of times us men, myself included, As we grow, we don't think we need to learn the rules of the game. Dealing with women comes with a set of rules of engagement. And yet, like K. Diddy just said, uh, what did you just say? He may not agree with what he did, but he understands. We've all had our buttons pushed. We've all had disappointments. We've all been played, whatever it is that fuels your fire. But come now. Come now. Seriously, cooking a woman for four days in a 55 gallon drum is is, is a little bit over the top. The guy snapped. You're
4: absolutely right.
1: Now, the next one I want to, and y'all can go look these stories up. The next one I want to talk about, and I'm going to switch it to the females now. This young lady, um, I think her husband's name was Brett Bishop. She was up in Everett, Washington. Her and her husband were having problems. Somehow, you know, they couldn't get along. The relationship was falling apart. He moves out. Um, Child Protective Services got involved because they thought she was mentally unstable. And here is where I fault you, fellas. Here is where I fault you. I always tell you in my books, get my books, about Dick First Thinking. You know this woman is unstable. You have had the courts take their children from her. Because you knew she was mentally unstable, but somehow she gets you on the phone, invites you over for a night of romance. You decide to show up after a couple nuts. You fall asleep. Next thing you know, over your head, you hear, <laughs> this young lady decides to take an electric saw and try to cut your damn head off, but you jumped out of bed, you push her. Run in the bathroom. She's trying to cut through the door. She stops trying to cut through the door, and tells you there's a burglar in the house. That's why she had an electric saw. You dumb ass comes out the bathroom. Oh, believe God. her, and she smashes you over the head with a mallet. Oh man, <laughs> jeez, <laughs> you right. Come on, how stupid are you guys? Um, you end up running out the house, oh. calling nine one one. When nine one one comes and they handcuff her, they go in the garage. She has eight roasting pans, gallons of bleach, large rolls of plastic, and multiple thirty gallon trash bags because she was planning You're on a chop your ass up.
3: Amen. Hey, well, uh uh I'm 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 gonna gamble this was not uh, uh a black family.
1: No, sir. This was not a black family, sir. This was um. These were members of the Caucasian race. Uh, in this I knew
3: it. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. What's your my point, Teddy? Oh.
0: Yeah, What's your point, <laughs> <laughs> What? The?
4: Huh? Well, well
3: my po- my point is my point is since. A lot of a lot of us are basically followers, we're not leaders. Mm. So in, in order for one of those that fit into that particular demographic to do something like that, they would have had to first have been taught or seen or shown by uh some other race or culture.
4: Yeah. Well, whites are just as stupid as everybody else.
3: Well um 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 um, um. Well, uh, do the disclaimer, Tony.
4: Dice <laughs> uh, is just as stupid as blacks and Chinese and all the rest. But, uh, doesn't it? Doesn't um, you know, it wouldn't have surprised me if it was white, black, Jewish, Chinese, ah, uh, people no, all well, over no, the no, it wouldn't have
3: surprised you. But I'm just saying. Mm. I mean, there was a crapshoot, and the dice came up Caucasian. It did not come up black. That was the point.
4: Yeah. Um. Yeah.
0: yeah no.
1: No. We got to, and, 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 and gentlemen, this is for you, gentlemen out there. I, I, I don't get it. I don't get it. You've gone through the courts. You knew she was mentally unstable. You were that hard oh. up for nothing. You yeah. let this crazy broad talk you into coming over. You wake up with an electric saw, and the only reason the saw didn't take your head off is because she was not skilled with using a saw. So she, when she snatched it and it said, it jerked and she couldn't get it to your neck fast enough. We have got to cut out Dick First thinking.
3: Man, wait, dick no, you can't even put that on Dick First thinking. First. That dude wasn't thinking at all. That was no thinking.
4: Yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh you know, but it was dick propelled. <laughs> <laughs> it was
0: definitely dick propelled.
1: Now my dude. You, you uh, know, like, listen, listen to me. Oh, right, we're just getting rolling, y'all. Uh, oh, no, no. No, we're, <laughs> we're just getting rolling. I'm telling you. Every time I think, okay, we're oh, gonna no. expand kinda of play a plan, we're gonna push forward and become more, you know, widespread. Y'all pull us back in. Y'all pull us back in. Gentlemen, 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 what is wrong with you? Now we're moving on to the college professor This man is a world-renowned professor
4: But can he I, I black... say something, Tony, before you um, go on to him Go ahead, go ahead just, now, now, talk about stupidity Now, well, the, the part that got me Sam, The reason why this guy went over there Not just because he was Dick Papel But because we as men, were indoctrinated to try to forgive the female um, species I should call them gender, but they're just like subspecies at times The how we forgive them is because we're indoctrinated to do so. We believe that whatever they do, there's got to be somewhat of a good reason. So she pours on the sweetness, and he's hungry for some fucking pussy, he goes over there, okay? But when he's in the bathroom and the fucking saw is climbing through the door, cutting it down, how the hell do you get out of the bathroom to try to protect the bitches trying to kill you when she lies saying, there's a burglar in the house?
0: Come on, that
4: goes beyond stupidity.
1: I don't even know what that is. <laughs> it's, it's, uh, thank you. I have been searching for a word to sum that up. I have been digging within myself because stupidity does not begin to cover it. No. First you wake up with the electric that dude, open. That
3: dude that dude knew she was out to get that ass. He needed to quit. Oh, man. Uh,
4: he, he, uh, that that's got to be another word. I mean, first off, I think abject stupidity is pathological. So this guy went beyond that. This guy is pathologically freaking, neurologically, outside of stupid. He's he's an alien form. You do not crawl or run into a bathroom, see or hear the goddamn chainsaw on the door, and then rush out to protect your potential murderers on the stupidest lie I've
1: ever heard in my life. So they, 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 it, it bothers my mind personally. Now, you know, when, when Joe just spoke, I was going to tell you another story, but, you know, Joe gave me a few minutes, and, and I'm going to go into this other guy. His name was Mr. John Howard. John Howard was married to his wife for years, and he decided it was time to bump his wife off, so he spent two years planning it. And while he's planning to bump his wife off, uh, he had a mistress While he had this mistress In order to maintain Her lifestyle And his because he Perpetrated himself to be a wealthy man But he worked for a wealthy man And he had a good life But he was not a wealthy man He decided to buy this mistress An $850,000 house
0: good. He
1: gave her 500000 in cash He paid he paid for her kids to go to school, the best of school. And then when his personal world started collapsing, he decided the best route right to go. When his boss found out he embezzled money and was getting on his ass, he decided the best route right to go was to whack his wife for the insurance money. Mm. And he planned it with two bumbling idiots who shot the young woman shot the young woman, and she lived, shot her in the face, but she lived to point out exactly who shot her, and the cookie has now come crumbling down on him. And the mistress in her $850,000, $500,000 house is not by his side, so now Mr. John Howard has decided, oh, he wants his wife back, as she sits across the courtroom with one eye. John, John John, John. Uh, uh, what, 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 he shouldn't have rushed it. He should have
3: waited three years instead of two. Mm.
1: What, 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 John, what can I say to you? John, what words, fellas, when you're concocting these kind of cockamamie, stupid schemes, my dude, first of all, you bought this broad eight hundred and fifty thousand dollar house. There you go. You gave this broad a half a million dollars and you knew that money wasn't yours and you knew that the damn chickens were going to come home to roost there you one go. day. Exactly. What in this coochie and now all you I, all
3: I know <laughs> all I know is I don't even want to see no pussy that good.
1: Um, <laughs>
4: Don't even want to be tempted, right?
3: Nope. <laughs> I, I I don't want to see it. I don't want to be. That shit is crazy
4: right there. Eight hundred. That's That's, that's $1,350,000. Uh,
3: no, what is
4: it? $800,000 plus $350,000? $500,000. $1,300,000 worth of pussy. Who
0: on this fucking planet is worth $1 <laughs> Three hundred thousand dollars of stolen fucking money for that coochie
4: (laughs) You could get five Hollywood celebrities exhumed from their nineteen twenties graves put together with the fucking juices
1: from all their pussies and worth one million. Three hundred thousand dollars of stolen fucking money you owe
0: is coming out of your ass.
1: Joe, hold on, that ain't the kicker. Oh, no, oh,
0: God. The kicker no more is. stupid fucking men. Oh, God. The kicker is the, the broad ain't even talking to him now. Hey, get the money. She doesn't need to talk to the sucker.
1: The su- she wanted him going all along.
0: She's glad uh, now, the
1: cops showed up. And now he's wearing his wedding ring in, in, in the courthouse. Somebody loves his wife and wants her back. Hold on, I think we got somebody who's trying to join this conversation. Oh, but the chickens. I'm in the fucking mood. (laughs) Uh,
4: (laughs) hello, hello.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stanley, how are you guys? Hey Stan. Hey John, How are you? you? Uh, did I hear right? Somebody paid one point three
1: million of dollars for for a pussy? Really? Yes, sir. $1.3 $1.3 million <laughs> for, some, for some pussy. Wow. Wow. Stolen oh, money. Not even his. Stolen. That's, he knows he's, he's going so to jail someday. Damn, yo. I, I, I'm sorry. Uh, I don't know. That's hurt.
0: a stupid
4: motherfucker. He must have hooked
3: up with Austin Powers, and they wouldn't find a pussy below
4: I'm with Diddy. I don't want to come across pussy that powerful. Ow, oh, uh-huh. please. No. Do a
1: book. My pussy's worth $1.3 million a- Oh, the money. One point three million dollars. Um, wow. Gotta, um, I I want to put this out there. Uh, seriously, we have got to get better, gentlemen. We have got to do better. When you come up with these schemes, because I've come up with hair brain schemes. We all have. I, I, and I'm serious, but I still can't see myself. Coming up off one point three million dollars for some side coochie, not my wife. There some me. side coochie. Well, when when you don't believe you as a man
3: of who you are, you're gonna be tempted. Yeah.
0: yeah.
3: Period. If you don't believe as a man, if you don't have a foundation as a man of believing certain stuff as a man, like I will not be disrespected, and you accept that shit, you can't. We can't even talk to you. You don't believe it, 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 I'm a man, and 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 I don't have to prove myself. Aren't you
0: sexually?
1: Now, now, you know, we reach now, well, gentlemen. I've said it before, and I'll say it again. This is a testosterone-driven show, and we're coming at you because we need to have some kind of comeuppance. We need to have some kind of reconciliation of, of, of understanding who and what we are as men and understanding your place. And I know women can slice us to pieces. I know women can irritate us just the way we irritate them, but we're not representing for them right now. We're representing for the sellers right now. Like K. Diddy said, we may not support your actions, but we understand. But a man, Clint Eastwood taught me this. And I want to put this out to you. This is from your boy Pretty Tony. You know, what I mean, the innovator of the playology movement. A man needs to know his limitations. A man needs to know his limitations. Just like the next story I'm gonna get into. A 69-year-old world-renowned college professor gets himself a trophy wife from the Philippines. Spends thousands of dollars making her into what he wanted her to look like his little twenty nine year old trophy wife. She comes to America. Oh, whatever it is. got a foreign broad at that. Holy shit. Um, introduces her to the good life. She enjoys the good life, but then she decides after five, six, seven years, whatever her mind is she's decided that she wants to venture out on her own. He decides to cut her up, no, first he shot her up, wow. then he cut her up, and he decides to dump the body parts along the highway. Um, mm. For all you older men out there, let me put you up on some game from your boy, Pretty Tony. If you are 69 years old with a 29-year-old wife, enjoy the moment. It is momentary satisfaction. Mm-hmm. Stay at the moment. Appreciate the arm candy And when the arm candy no longer wants to be with you Replace her ass
3: That is not what she meant by traveling
4: No, no highways No, she's a speed bump in a half now, isn't she? <laughs> yes,
1: she is Now you have spent an entire Listen to me You have spent your entire life Crafting this career To become a worldwide distinguished gentleman and, yes, we all like something pretty on our arms, and we deserve it as men. But what a lot of y'all are getting caught up in, do you really think if you are 70 years old that a 29-year-old woman is in love with you? Seriously. Let, 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 let's let be realistic. Let's ask ourselves some real questions here. And if she's 29 when you cut her up, that means you got with her in her early 20s. Mm-hmm.
4: That goes back to what you and Stanley were saying. You, Stoney, about knowing your limits, and Stanley, about a man knowing his self-worth. You're 70 years old. You're wrinkled as hell. Somebody 25 fucking years old, even a foreign chick, all right? Now, most men, now a lot of men, want foreigners more than American women, and I can't blame them for that. But still, 24, okay? She is still marrying you or being with you either to get a passport or for your status, don't fall in love with an illusion. And that's what the guy did. It was, to me, it wasn't just arm candy. Men fall in love you know, kind of easily.
1: Yes, sir. He oh, fell in love. Yeah. And Joe, you're a wise man. He fell in love with the illusion. Mm-hmm. Once again, I'm going to go back to Playology, where I wrote in the book Playology, don't go to strict clubs looking for love. You are being sold a fantasy Destiny is a fantasy. You go in there and you enjoy the wonderful fantasy, and if you can afford it, you roll out your money to pay for the fantasy. Stay in the moment, fellas. One of y'all are moving really bad and I'm getting static out of your phone. Um you've got to stay in the moment, gentlemen.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh I'm not sure what that was, but we we'll keep it rolling. Diddy. <laughs> that was Diddy. That was definitely Diddy. Damn.
4: That's my phone, sorry.
3: Well, at least we know who's the telltale.
0: Yeah, that's me. <laughs> I go to the principal. Principal Tony. That was Diddy. That was
1: Diddy. I, okay, you we, we on here, fellas, and fellas, I, I know it seems like we're coming down hard on you. You know, Joe calling you stupid, K. Diddy calling you stupid. I'm Switzerland. I'm not going to call you um, stupid. I'm going to say you were never given the information that you need to conduct yourself as a man sometimes. We all need a little bit of teaching. I had to learn a lot from K. Diddy and other men who have surrounded me in my life because I was a participant in Dick First Thinking. But seriously, I've always... Said to older dudes, my dude, if you're in your 50s and 60s and getting 20-something-year-old coochie, enjoy it. I had a good friend. I'm not going to call his name. He was in the same situation. He met this young Latina girl when she was like 19 years old. She gave him everything that he was looking for. But he was already creeping up on 46 years old. For the first year or two, she was everything that he wanted and more. And I kept telling him. The same line I'm telling you guys out there, enjoy it, but don't fall for it. Treat her good while she's treating you good. Those are realistic aspirations. You and know, sorry. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. I, Go
4: ahead. I'm glad you corrected me because it, in some cases it may be stupidity, but in a lot of cases, again, the brainwashing that we've gotten, men don't do not get the right information about the opposite sex. They do not um, understand that females are just women, are just human. They're not the feminine mystique. And if more men actually had the information, they would probably act a little bit more rationally.
3: So you're right. -hmm. I I think, too, brother, part of that, too, man, men have not learned how to get out of their own way. Their ego forms a force field around them that blocks out any, mostly, Useful information.
4: No, that's true. Yeah. How about that's that? True. No, that's true. that's
1: true. The ego. Yeah. The ego. The Definitely the ego. Yeah. And yeah. the crazy thing is, you know, realistically, like I tell people, the male ego is one of the softest egos there is. It gets easily bruised, and then we react. We become reactionary instead of processing thoughts. We react to, oh, my ego has been bruised. Oh, she say I can't handle her. Oh, she say my thing ain't big enough. Oh, she say I ain't strong enough. Oh, she says I don't have enough money. All these things that drive the male ego into overdrive, and then we become Ladies and gentlemen, you have got to understand. Here's the first rule of the game. I'm giving you this for free. Look yourself in the mirror and realize you are not Superman, dog. None of us are special. We are special to our mothers and we can be special to ourselves, but we are not that special. To think that, oh, I'm just going to change the whole female agenda. No. What you've got to do is here go the second part of the game. Make the rules that apply to your life that you are going to live by, and if a woman is around you, she is going to participate in this world, she's not coming into this world, one of their things, oh, I'm going to change him, I'm going to fix that, I'm going to put this coach on him and he's going to change his way of thinking. First of all, you need to go on and trim that tree somewhere else, homegirl, and over here in my world, in Tonyville, you are going to participate, and what I'm going to do is try to be a participant in your life.
3: And the scary part is there's a lot of females out there like chameleons. They'll mold themselves like a piece of clay. They'll mold themselves to fit whatever your agenda is as long as it suits them.
4: But here's the way to get beyond that, because you're right, Diddy, and you're right, Tony. We're all on the same page, but you put out your boundaries, and you make sure, like Stanley said a few minutes ago, in a way he said it, reciprocation. She's got to give uh, to you, like you said, Tony, in the beginning. She's got to give to you the same you give to them. I personally, uh-huh, you got to spend money on me. Not because I'm a gigolo, okay, but because I know for 99% of chicks, money is more important to them than their own children. You've got to show me you're with me because you want to be. Not because I'm... I have a good personality, not because I'm sexy, not because I provide for you what you want to have provided, but because you're there for me. When you show me
3: (laughs) I said say it one more time, my brother. Give it to us one more time.
4: That's it. You gotta show me. If you don't show me, you gotta sacrifice, you have to show me. You don't show me you're not in my world.
1: So We got it right there. That's what I'm talking about. Talking about. I couldn't. Joe, you said it so eloquently. There you go, gentlemen. We're trying to help y'all, based upon our experiences and the things that we've been through. We're putting it out there for you because I have so many stories in front of me. I'm just picking and choosing which ones I'm sharing with you because these are the ones that move me, fellas. 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 We represent for y'all on Can a Player Play. We come here every Sunday in this therapy session, and we talk about life, love, politics, everything in between because we want to share our life experiences to you. And, of course, shameless plug, um, the show was built upon the Playerology Trilogy, three books for different stages of the game. Stage one was play a step game for all you wanna be players out there. But every brother is not a player. That's another thing I need to get through to y'all. Every brother ain't cut out to be a player. Then there's player allergy where I'm explaining the interaction between male and female. And stage three, which is who is she and what is she to you, questions you need to ask yourself and ask the woman who's going to be in your life. Because these are very important things, because truth be told, even the most intelligent man, the most well-rounded personality, if your domestic affairs are in shambles, it will eventually roll over into your business affairs, your social interactions, because you're miserable on the inside. Gentlemen, we were not put on this planet to be miserable. We were not put on this planet to be a footnote in a woman's conversation We were not put on here to be Burden bearers of all Things wrong with a woman Self
4: I want to say something else Tony for, um, It's an offshoot of what you're saying now About Playology is about authenticity What Stan talks about is self respect uh, and to make sure that people don't misunderstand me, because I think uh, Diddy and I are on the same page on this as well, it's not about seducing a woman or getting her to do just what you want to be a Stefford wife. It's about reciprocation. It's about I will do for you as you do for me. If I spend money on, me, on you, which I don't mind doing, you got to spend money on me. If, I, if I'm going to be your partner, your empathic partner, if I'm going to console you when you have some sort of sorrow, whatever it may be, you got to do the same shit for me. You can't just tell me, I'm, well, I'm a man, suck it up. If I go out of my way to, to uh, do, let's say, do your spare tire, you got to do something for me on the same level. In other words, sacrifice for me according to your abilities. It's not one-sided. I'm not here to seduce you. I'm not here to be your protector and provider. You're supposed to be my mate. You're supposed to do for me the way I do for you. I'm not here to make you my slave. And I'm not here to be your bodyguard or your chef. So I want to make it sure, make people know that Tony, Diddy, myself, and Stanley,
1: we're all about reciprocation.
4: Can you show Show
1: us? And, And that is the key word, Joe. Reciprocation. Keeping the circle closed. We've got to keep the circle closed. Now, for all these gentlemen, and I want to make sure I make it clear. For all these gentlemen that I have talked about and a couple more that I will talk about and their circumstances, I don't know the entirety of their situation nor their life. All I know is the end result of where they are and the actions that they did or that was did upon them, and that is what this show is talking This is just a conversation to make us think, fellas. Seriously, we have got to start processing thoughts. The next story I'm going to jump into is a, a, a gentleman in Las Vegas who was dating a showgirl for a while. And let's just say the showgirl ended up in the floor of his bathroom under the tub. No. Um, hmm. When the story first came out, he was he was portrayed as this murderous young man. But as the story has been unfolding uh, with his family, you know, stepping up to his reputation... It turns out, going back to what I always talk about, this young lady was not made of sugar and spice and everything nice. She was a very cold-blooded, she was a very jealous, extremely possessive. The young man tried to end the relationship on numerous occasions, but she was not the type of woman you could just leave. She didn't take kindly to things like that because she was used to men being at her beck and call, she was used to men giving her what she wanted and bowing down to her as the evidence has unfolded because a couple older gentlemen have came forward and discussed how she took them for rides monetarily. I am not justifying the young man's actions because he should have grabbed his balls. That young lady should not be under his bathtub. Mm-hmm. But nonetheless he was not equipped to deal with what he got because all he was con- the with at the initial was her beauty and that he was dating a showgirl, and that just stroked his ego while he didn't know he was dealing with a head case. That possessive, jealous, bust your windows, stab your tires, spray paint your front door, leave a cat cut up on your front step kind of woman. And they are real, fellas.
4: Yeah, she's not the first one, I'm sure. I've read about other situations
1: as well. You can't get caught up sometimes once again. Know your limitations. Each one of us are not mentally capable of dealing with a certain kind of woman because she is going to push our buttons. She is going to push our buttons. Are you mentally capable of dealing with that or are you going to resort to some kind of action that's going to make your life less than Because right now, all these gentlemen we're referring to, except for the one who escaped the crazy broad trying to cut his head off, have basically lost their freedom. Their life has gone down the drain. All that you have worked for, the little or the lot that you have, is now gone. Based upon the fact that you were not prepared to deal with whatever situation unfolded.
4: And what you're talking about is for men to realize your worth. All this stuff could have been avoided, like Tony was saying, grabbing your balls. But even before then, if you see the signs of a woman not treating you, as Stan has referred to multiple times, not on this show in particular, but on other times, she's not treating you with the respect you deserve. You either try to negotiate the relationship so that she can, you know, make her feel that she can trust you and respect you. Maybe she'll feel the inclination to change. But if after that she still doesn't change, she doesn't realize you're a man of worth, You get the fuck out before you grow nuts.
1: There you go. That's as simple a language as you can, you know, sometimes it just is what it is. You thought it was something, and it's not. You know, rather than lose your life, limb, or your freedom, it's -hmm. best to move on. Women outnumber us in this world, and the old cliche goes, we can't live with them, and we can't live without them. So you've got to come up with a strategy to deal with them. You've got to come up with a strategy to cope with them. You've got to figure out what you will permit in your life and what you won't. And I can tell you this, your dick ain't going to give you that solution. Because beyond doing the things that you do sexually, what else is there to her? Suppose oh, I'm glad you brought that up. I'll, I'll wait till you... Oh. Suppose you have ba- she has baggage from yesteryear that you just ain't cut out to deal with. Suppose you have baggage from yesteryear or right now that she's not cut out to deal with. You can't force the triangle into the square. Mm-hmm. Good point, fit.
4: Tony. Good point. The thing is, Guys, take a look at the girl in front of you. If she's not giving you your emotional support, she's not backing you up, stop looking at her face, her tits, her pussy, and ask yourself if she didn't have that pussy, what good would she be? And if you can't get an honest answer that she would be your best friend without that pussy, you've got yourself an illusion. Drop it.
1: Real talk, real talk, and that's it. once again, my man Joe told y'all he giving you game. Joe said he'd been hollering on this podium for well over 20 years, but fellas wasn't listening.
4: That's it. Over 20 years, even in college. my One of uh, my college classes was a speech uh, similar to this. You know, the whole base of the foundation. Of men, you are men. You know, don't let a woman... Uh, just because she's a woman, don't let her make you think that you've got to be the protector, the provider all the time. You're a man. What is she doing for you? Reciprocate. 20 years. Jesus
1: Christ. Absolutely. And what we're going to do right now is uh, make sure we plug com, the official sponsors of the show. And we're going to keep rolling right along. Each and every Sunday, we come here and present. And before I go any further, I want to make sure I also say if you're not registered to vote, please get out and get registered to vote. Um, voting is a very important
4: uh, uh, um, activity.
1: can't even Yeah, yeah, activity. Because my mind's still on the fellas that I just got to be talking about. Uh, I
4: don't know. How about I. I, 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 I I don't even want to think about those <laughs> poor suckers. Jesus, how
1: stupid are you?
4: I'm
1: sorry, I'm just... You know, uh, get get out there and vote. Yeah. Whoever it is that you're going to vote for, make sure you're not voting for a soundbite. You're voting for things that are really of concern to you. Mm-hmm. Because truthfully, after the election, we ain't going to see none of these damn politicians no more for four more years. So you better get their damn attention while you bloody well can. Mm-hmm. Real talk. Yeah. Um, that's the public service announcement for today. Uh fellas, today's show has been all about you. Women are not made of sugar and spice and everything nice. Uh-oh. You 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 have got to get to know sometimes you are sleeping with the enemy and you don't even know.
3: There
1: you go. And I'm i I'm going to give you some more games. Once again, this comes straight out of the book, Playology, where I tell you fellas this. Sometimes the best sex in the world comes from the worst person for you. And I want you fellas to sit and think about that, and and women too. The person, think back to the person that you've ever had the best sex with. What kind of chemistry did you have beyond the sex? Mm -hmm. Because sometimes it was just purely animalistic. But in this Puritan society that we have been brought up in, they've tried to paint it, or whether no sex is is uh, is marriage and sex. No, sometimes our animal instinct kick in. The pheromones and the hormones and the estrogen and the testosterone gets to bubbling up, and you just need a piece of that ass. That does not mean that you should turn something that should have been a one night stand into a year long relationship. Or two year long relationship. And then years later, when you look back at it, you realize the chaos that you allowed to come into your life based upon some momentary satisfaction. Real talk.
4: And men, don't forget this women can change in a second. They can love you on Monday and be predisposed on Tuesdays to hate you on Wednesday they can change for irrational reasons sometimes or a lot of times it's not even due to your fault set your boundaries have your agreements um your your moments of consent um of being consensual with one another knowing what it is that you can under, that you can tolerate that you want to give and and then have her, um you and her um abide by those rules and you'll save yourself a lot a lot of grief.
1: And, and you've got to be committed. And here, here's the part that, that sometimes we're all guilty of. Even when we set the boundaries, even when we set the rules and the regulations, sometimes we break them and bend because we justified something. And then the end result is what you already knew was going to happen because these rules and regulations and what you have lived by have worked for you have worked
4: for you right don't make exceptions just for the chemistry yeah you know it's natural to say you know what this is great we should prolong this we should make this better absolutely but if she is lying if she can't abide if she's saying yes i agree with what you say and then in the near future or in the, later on she she decides that she's not going to abide by what she said she would do guys she's a fucking Liar. You don't want to be with a liar. A liar turns into somebody wielding a fucking
1: chainsaw. <laughs> and Jesus. and smashing you over the head with a mallet, telling you that there's a burglar in the a damn house. You out come out the bathroom believing. I, I
3: think on this path, this path that we call life, people should pay attention to where they are at all times anyway, because the road has a tendency to change, as do people, you know, so if you're paying attention, you know, you kind of be uh, abreast of certain things, man, but people have a tendency to put blinders on, and they just assume, expect people to be a certain way, but circumstances cause other reactions
4: in people. Yeah. There there it is. And here's a good test, guys, something that you can take with you right now. You're married Let's say you get unemployed And your woman starts changing on you It's not because of the money It's because her attitude was She put you on a pedestal Because of your particular status and money And because she believed That she was supposed to be the protector and the provider All of a sudden You're not making money anymore She's supposed to be there to back you up While you're looking for a job
1: It's supposed to be her,
3: her, her turn without without that extra BS that a lot of them come with.
1: Yes, sir. And you see, that is the key right there. And, fellas, I hope y'all are listening, and y'all seem to be listening because thousands of y'all are tuning in. I told you that y'all made last month, well, September, August was our biggest month. September has now officially blown August of out the water. And sure. we're going to make October even bigger. Listen to some of the simplest None of what we're telling you is rocket science.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: Just the way, and sometimes, and fellas, I put this on you because it's your balls. When you were born, your mama and your daddy assigned those balls to you. If Even if you have the status, even if you can afford to pay for every meal and every outing that y'all go on, sometimes you just take a step back and say, Babe, you paid tonight just to hear what she's going to say. Sometimes even when you have the money, say, babe, you know what? Um, A check that I was working, waiting for from Hong Kong didn't come. You might have to hold me down on my rent this month. Can you do that for me, sweetheart? Just to see how she reacts. Just to see how she reacts for you finally asking for something. Joel said it, and it's a key word in every book I write this word. Reciprocation. Every Mm -hmm. single book I've ever written about the word reciprocation because it's not always about taking. I've never been one of those kind of brothers who encourage men to just constantly be taken, but we should damn sure receive. One of my mottos is you're not getting a diamond ring from me and bringing me a damn Walmart pie on Valentine's Day. I'm the type of brother throw that Walmart (laughs) pie right back in your face.
4: (laughs) Yeah. You got that right. I am a man of worth simply because I was born a man.
1: There you go. Go and buy my favorite cologne. Ask me what it is that I like. If I care about you, I'm not going and I know your status and you in my world, I'm not going to put more on you than I think you can bear because i got to conduct myself as a grown man. So if you're, you've been hitting at the diamond pendant that you've seen at K Jeweler or whatever jeweler you saw it at, and you know that I'm going to get it, you're supposed to in turn say, babe, what would bring us put a smile on my baby's face
0: mm-hmm.
1: this Valentine's Day? And that's what I expect from you, not a damn $9. I'm giving you a $1,900 pendant, a $900 pendant, a $150 pendant, whatever my budget is. And that's another thing we're going to talk about on another show. It's about staying in your budget. What I look like taking a damn value meal from McDonald's from you, for Valentine's Day or a friggin' 99 cent road that you bought from La Pizza on the corner, <laughs> but you coming up the steps expecting that beautiful package with the ribbon on it with mm-hmm. diamonds in it. So yep. Fuck out of the truck.
4: That's it. Anyway. <laughs> that, That's it. That fucking tie, that nice little shirt. I don't want to see you two, uh, two fucking years in a row. Show me you care. Show it. I got to show you. Mexico. You show me.
1: Show me and I'll show you. And that's real talk, and on that note, thank you so much for everybody that's gonna check us out in the archives, kind of play a play. Your boy Pretty Tony, Joe from Montana, the International Man of Mystery and Intrigue, founder of one eight blow. You and got of that course, right. <laughs> the K Diddy. Dr. K Diddy. Esquire, the elixir of love. You can keep up with him at K Diddy One on Twitter. And of course, you can follow your boy Pretty Pony on Twitter at Solasia Sun S-E-L-A S-S-I-E-S-O-N. Support the movement. Type in playerology. Get to know me. On that note, I'm going to let a good friend of mine take you out of here because she's telling you about what females go through sometimes with savin Gavier. <laughs>